everyone, and welcome to the Wednesday edition of the Dark Delight Podcast with Frankie Val on the drums and Beans. You should say upgraded Frankie Val on the drums. Upgraded, upgraded Frankie Val on the drums. Always upgrading. <laughs> Wasn't there a Destiny's Child song? Upgrade, upgrade, something like that. I think. Now that you say it, mm-hmm. man, was. Destiny's Child. That was that's so long ago. It is way back in the day hey listen frank we're going through a 2023 bingo card today the 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 title of the show is mexico to the united states hold my beer want to know why that is why what is this youtube clip oh because yesterday (laughs) in front of the mexican congress journalists came out and and a researcher (laughs) I saw it. Yeah, I don't. I don't talk about. And presented what are what they claim will say are the mummified bodies of one thousand year old aliens, which are slightly bigger, slightly bigger than the other mini mummified bodies that have been presented by people like uh, Stephen Greer. You ever seen those that that are like the size of the original G.I. Joes with pointed heads? Yes. And everybody's debunked them. Like, like it's really up to you what you want. There's already people coming out of the woodwork saying that this is all BS. They have a lot of like very official looking uh, pictures and scans and things. And I'm just sitting here like I said to Will this morning. 10 years because he said they're just trying to distract us from something which is a common the common thing for people well, they, to they know they know that we've watched et before right i mean i mean i guess i guess so it, it, this looks like et uh, laying down by the riverbed dying the the pale white skin the well flat- i mean it's not, I, I wouldn't say pale white skin it's the thing is a thousand years old it's <laughs> now wait a second they provided x-rays as well so there's a bone structure underneath this they say yeah My, mm. it looks like mri it looks like a cervical a cervical structure with vertebrae and and a skeleton you know maybe it's real who knows but <laughs> when he said when he, no gg in the in the chat said it's got to be a joke why does it look exactly like et no that's the opposite why did they make E.T.? Maybe they copied E.T. from something else, not the other way around. You see how yeah. Hollywood works. So it makes this look ridiculous. Right. So when, when Will said they're just trying to distract us from someone, I said, what if they're not? And this is actually real. And this is the way they're choosing to get it out there because they'll say everyone's going to say we're distracting them from something. What if that's what if that's it? I, it can always be reverse. You talk about you talk about um, laying the groundwork for something else and thinking a couple of steps ahead. Why not? It really. We've got two countries now. One saying we we have uncovered biologics and not providing any, and the other saying, "Hold my beer. Here's a freaking congressional hearing where we're gonna trot this stuff out." Wait, wait, wait. That guy Grush says that we have not recovered any biologics. I thought he said that we have. No, I didn't say we haven't. I said we have vi- biologics. Okay. Yeah. It says the 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 person says the non-human specimens had specimens had recently undergone examination at the Autonomous National University of Mexico, yielding DNA evidence through radiocarbon dating. He says these specimens are not part of our terrestrial evolution. They aren't beings that were found after a UFO wreckage. They were found in the diatome algae mines and were later fossilized. I, I said at this point in time, I would not be surprised if beings came down from the sky merely to save us from ourselves. Because it is if when people are like, ah, whatever, like the, 10 years ago, if this happened, nobody would be having the reaction they're having today. Nobody. So if it's a hoax or not, we don't know. But it's just the fact that this is out there is just mind-blowing to me. I know. It's mind-boggling. Boggling. Like when your mind is in a bottle. No, mind-boggling. Like the game with the cube letters and you shake it up afterwards. Boggle. 
I'm trying to look for that UFO song from the 1950s. There's a song, UFO, that you, UFO song. I don't know, That's 1950s. Do <laughs> the UFO song is going to pull up all manner of different things. I, I, it was. I played it years ago and I knew, well, aliens are real. Yeah. The UFO Museum. Well, we're going to move on to another alien thing, but we can come back to this one. Okay. This is a clip from a, a cafe or a diner in Iowa. And I really appreciated what this lady had to say because I think a number of us feel this way, especially me. I'm one of the more the people who are more empathetic to things, and I feel bad for elected officials a lot of the time when they're having horrible health problems, but they're trotted out there like dolls to be their puppets for the puppet masters. But here, listen. This nice lady here. Hello, what is your name? I'm Donna. Donna, and you live in the area? I do. I live in Urbandale. And what, what issues are concerning you? Is it the economy? Actually, no. For me, I said one of the things that bothers me is I'm five days younger than the president. And I said, I gimp. My walk has a gimp. Aww. I forget things once in a while. But I feel that he has been put out before people and being made fun of it all the time. Mm -hmm. And I would hope to think that my family would not do that to me. Aww. And I feel that Jill Biden should be feel very badly for what she's doing. Mm. Wow. Who do you think should be the Democratic candidate? Wow, that hits hard. Yeah. That I don't know. Mm -hmm. I, I think that uh, I like to see because they the Democrats don't like him. I like to see our the Kennedy running. Mm -hmm. I think that's kind of fun to see what they're going to be doing this yeah, I I agree with you, too. Thank you so much. Let's go. And, and she was like, oh, she wasn't saying she had a gimp in her walk for, for sympathy, lady. You don't right. have to feel bad for her. She's just older and mm. she understands that's a like natural process of getting older. You're not as spry anymore. Sometimes you forget things, but Joe Biden, like what they're doing, like him, Fetterman, even McConnell. I'm like, why are there, why aren't their families saying or doing something or they're, they're in Fetterman and um, Biden's case, their families are like power hungry, lunatic people. Feinstein too. Yes. Feinstein's daughter, she accused some... I forget what I, I don't know. It's, it's some I don't know if it's real estate. There's something going on in California out there, and she accused some company of elder abuse um, for one reason or another. And I, I I mean I forget the details. It was a few weeks ago, and I just I just scoffed because elder abuse is a family is a family member or any group of family members that allows their mother or father or someone they love waste away like this in a public setting when you know that they are not capable of, of performing the job having their staff work on their behalf while they just while they just keep their bony hands gripped tightly to whatever is left of a life they once had like and you're right it's so sad so sad um here is we're gonna go into this whole impeachment debacle now this is um yesterday um McConnell came out, not McConnell, uh, McCarthy came out and said, hey, um, we're going to do an impeachment inquiry into Joe Biden. There's a number of different things to discuss here. We're going to stay pretty surface level. But here's Fetterman re pre reacting. This was a submission from the pre-show. There are a couple of them today, by the way. Here we go. Tell me about this news that uh, Speaker McCarthy has formally launched an impeachment inquiry. Has said he's going to. Oh, my God, really? Oh, my gosh. You know, oh, it's devastating. <laughs> Ooh, don't do it. Please don't do it. Oh, no. Oh, no. I'm sorry. Oh, man. Lurch has spoken. That's just like you took, you took somebody out of a, uh, out, of, out of a, I don't know, a halfway home or something like that. And I, I don't know. That's just terrible. He's not wearing a sweatshirt. Yeah, I know he adopted the the uh, mustache, and they put him in some kind of like a warehouse shirt now. And I guess I guess this makes him seem like a little bit more of an everyman. They can they can hide they can hide his very oddly shaped body behind this this kind of warehouse shirt a little bit better than the the hoodies. I I, I don't know. I just don't. Just I mean, uh, okay. So it's when he when when he started doing the. 
the 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 sloth from Goonies howl. Like I thought, I thought he was going to go Rocky Road. <laughs> I thought he was going to start talking about Rocky Road ice cream. <laughs> oh man, I just I don't even care. I, obviously, I know that that's what they're all feeling inside. Ooh, an impeachment. Well, it's true because there's nothing that's going to come of it. Honestly, it's a waste of time. I know everybody right. wants Joe Biden impeached. I get it. There, I, I have a, this internal like struggle because. Joe Biden committed crimes. He literally should be impeached. There's no doubt about that at all. And if we're ever going to come back to the rule of law in some way, shape, or form in this country, if there's anybody that should be impeached, it's Joe Biden. Okay? However, the Senate's not going to vote on impeachment. So they're going to go through this whole process while the funding issue where we actually have some control is going to be floating around somewhere. And I had a long conversation with a friend about this the other day, and I was butting heads with him about this. But like at the end of the day, we have to deal with reality. What's in front of us? I don't know. And you can't impeach the people who are actually doing all this. It's it's gonna be very hard for you to impeach the people who are actually working Joe Biden like a puppet. Because they and don't have the, roles that you can get to. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're talking about the, the administrative state, the bureaucracy, the SES. And I mean, you saw Joe Biden at uh, in, in Alaska the other day talking about how he was at ground zero the day after the day after uh, in, in 2001, like l- lying incoherently in between more mumbles and non sequiturs and like, oh, you, you want to. OK, go ahead and impeach him, man. Impeach him. I, I've hate, you, you I, did. I, I've hated being on on social media the past couple of days with the 9-11 stuff. It has been absolutely unbearable, unbearable. Um, without getting into any details, I've seen some of your comments too, Frank, on it because it's been ridiculous. The, there are people out there saying anybody who questions the official story of 9-11 is a horrible, terrible person. They're going to block immediately and never speak to again, okay? And that, and that you're harboring terrorism. Yeah, yeah. Which is Let, let's talk for one second. These are the same people who just lived through COVID. Most of them are people who are COVID quote whistleblowers or people who have gotten risen to prominence amongst the COVID crisis for being people who were blowing the whistle or speaking out against the official government narrative. Okay. They say that you're desecrating the victims. Should you ask questions? I that's the exact opposite. Just, okay, should we not ask questions about the COVID vaccine? Are we, like, crapping all over the people who have been harmed and injured by the COVID vaccine if we don't say the government is doing blah, blah, blah? Like, they want you to believe the official government narrative about 9-11, but they've just lived through the rest of the crap that we've all lived through. And I've been doing this for 22 This This was the issue that made me say, holy crap, what the hell is going on in this world? 22 years. You want to tell me who has had my eyes open for 22 years when you just came out of your mother's womb on this stuff, not even a year ago, that we should just listen to the government narrative on it and not question anything because if we do so, we're bad people. Come on. Sorry. Well, there's, some pe- there's some people that don't that, 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 that don't see the tie-ins. They they still just don't understand. I, I, and you're right. There, there are some people who are living in this really crazy contradiction where they want to get to the bottom of the of the shots and the government response to the pandemic, shutting down the economy, altering the way that we do elections forever, the world impact, the social behavioral impact, the developmental impact for, for children, schools, the unions, everything. They, they, they want to get to the bottom of that and they want accountability, but they don't see how it's directly tied in to 9-11, how 9 how September 11, 2001 was, uh, I mean, they, they couldn't do that. that they, for as bad as it was, it was mental preparation for the kind of compliance that they are going to demand of us 19 years later. I was spit on at rallies and, and protests in the city after that for wanting to find the truth about this. P- families of what I have people that have been affected by. I lived there for God's sakes. Like, don't even come at me and say I don't have the standing. That's number one. Number two, the whole thing just blows my mind. I, I, you're right. It was the entryway for everything else. The Patriot Act, the NDAA, going in and, and waging war, tied to Ukraine, for goodness sakes, Benghazi, everything, everything. You 
want to close your eyes on that and, and just say, how dare you? How dare you? How dare you even say that this is not true, that something here is is off? Like, I'm like, cannot understand it. So everything's off except this? Everything but this. This I said, Everything. this is the one thing you're not allowed to say a word about. This. <laughs> 22 years later. Like, when did that change come for the... And then someone said, if you're trying to tell me that you think... Now, I didn't say what I thought at all, but that you think the government murdered 2,600 or however many people that they said. I'm like, can I'm blocking you. I'm like, okay, before you do, can everybody tell me another time where the government murdered people? Please list them underneath this. I mean, you can go forever. Twenty, uh, twenty nine hundred people is child's play. I mean, it, it's really, uh, it's child's play. You, you can't. You, you yes, you can't. Especially when you think about the 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 nearly million and a half people civilians who died overseas as a result of the twenty year war afterwards, and in in either in either um, theater, whether it be in Iraq or Afghanistan. You're talking about another 2,500 American troops, another 1,400 American troops in the other place. So, I mean, we have, I mean, that's just. To, to ask questions about this is to honor the victims, okay? Not the opposite way around. If nobody asks questions about, what about all the, like, again, I'm just going to, it's the best and nearest example, the COVID shots. If your relative or yourself were injured by the COVID shot and you are trying to get justice, are you a bad person? Come on, guys. Like, seriously. Come on, man. No. Just no. Anyway, that was completely off the cuff. I didn't expect it. But um, everybody in the pre-show wanted me to play this entire Matt Gates speech from the floor yesterday on the impeachment. It's four minutes long. I'm going to play it because everyone was, like, demanding that I do. They say it's really good. I haven't listened to the whole thing yet. Just half. It is pretty good. But here we go. This very floor in January, Ooh. the whole... I was listening to it on 2X to try and get through it faster. Hold on. <laughs> All righty, 1X. Here we go. On this very floor in January, the whole world witnessed a historic contest for House Speaker. I rise today to serve notice. Mr. Speaker, you are out of compliance with the agreement that allowed you to assume this role. The path forward for the House of Representatives is to either bring you into immediate total compliance or remove you pursuant to a motion to vacate the chair. We have had no vote on term limits or on balanced budgets as the agreement demanded and required. There's been no full release of the January 6th tapes. As you promised, there has been insufficient accountability for the Biden crime family. And instead of cutting spending to raise the debt limit, you relied on budgetary gimmicks and rescissions so that you ultimately ended up serving as the valet to underwrite Biden's debt and advance his spending agenda. Mr. Speaker, you boasted in January that we would use the power of the subpoena and the power of the purse. But here we are, eight months later, and we haven't even sent the first subpoena to Hunter Biden. That's how you know that the rushed and you know, somewhat rattled performance you just saw from the speaker isn't real. At this point during Democrat control over the House of Representatives, they had already brought in Don Jr. three times. And we haven't even sent the first subpoena to Hunter Biden. Power of the subpoena and power of the purse. Only thing the 118th Congress is known for at this point is electing Kevin McCarthy speaker and underwriting Biden's debt. And unfortunately, there's only one of those things we can remediate at this time power of the purse. Our leadership right now is asking us to vote for a continuing resolution. A vote for a continuing resolution is a vote to continue the Green New Deal, a vote to continue inflationary spending, and in the most troubling of fashions, a vote for a continuing resolution is a vote to continue the election interference of Jack Smith. Mr. Speaker, we told you how to use the power of the purse. Individual, single subject spending bills that would allow us to have specific review, programmatic analysis, and that would allow us to zero out the salaries of the bureaucrats who have broken bad, targeted President Trump, or cut sweetheart deals for Hunter Biden. 
September 30th is rapidly approaching, and you have not put us in a position to succeed. There is no way to pass all the individual appropriations bills now. And it's not like we didn't know when September 30th was going to show up on the calendar. I must be better. You must be better. And this House must be better, for it is the last best hope for tens of millions of Republicans. We demand real oversight against this weaponized government. Just look at the bribery. If tens of millions of dollars flowing from foreign corrupt people into the bank accounts of the Biden family wasn't enough for actual impeachment, why were we even looking? Joe Biden deserves impeachment for converting the vice presidency into an ATM machine for virtually his entire family. We all see it. We all know it. Now, moments ago, Speaker McCarthy endorsed an impeachment inquiry. This is a baby step following weeks of pressure from House conservatives to do more. We must move faster. Now, I will concede that the votes I have called for will likely fail term limits, balanced budgets, maybe even impeachment. I am prepared for that eventuality because at least if we take votes, the American people get to see who's fighting for them and who's willing to tolerate more corruption and business as usual. Mr. Speaker, dust off our written January agreement. You have a copy. Reflect on the spirit of that agreement and build on the start that we had moments ago. Begin to comply. No continuing resolutions, individual spending bills or bust, votes on balanced budgets and term limits, subpoenas for Hunter Biden and the members of the Biden family who've been grifting off of this country, and the impeachment for Joe Biden that he so richly deserves. Do these things or face a motion to vacate the chair. And let me alert the country, a motion to vacate might not pass at first, but it might before the 15th vote. And if Democrats bail out McCarthy, as they may do, then I will lead the resistance to this uniparty and the Biden-McCarthy-Jeffries government that they are attempting to build. I know that Washington isn't a town where people are known for keeping their word. Well, Speaker McCarthy, I'm here to hold you to yours. Um, that should have been, like, in my opinion, like three months ago, but... That's why you should have never relented in giving those those votes to them. They should have pushed it to 25 rounds of voting and then finally have him say, fine, I give up. So, I, I bet that, that was probably the, the best, the best week or so, whatever the hell it was. Yeah, that was great. Those those days were it was great. good because you felt like somebody had some freaking principles for once, you know, and th that whole thing played out so crazy. Steve Friend had some really, really, really good points on this. Just because it contains the word impeachment doesn't mean that the president is on the hook for actual removal from office. It just affords the House GOP expedited subpoena power. McCarthy will use the concept of an impeachment inquiry to justify forfeiting across the board on budget fight and passes a continuing resolution. This is a temporary sal... Uh, I can't read it. To the ID of the grassroots base, even an actual impeachment of... President Biden, which will never occur with the Democrat-controlled Senate, would not change the policies of the administration. Giving up the budget fight means the GOP surrenders the opportunity to address a weaponized Justice Department and FBI. They're ignoring the border crisis. They're refusing to address COVID tyranny. Out-of-control spending ensures rampant inflation for the foreseeable future. Moreover, McCarthy has telegraphed his intention. So now there's leverage to hold up the continuing resolution in return for more concessions from the House GOP, like Ukrainian aid packages. So I, I like that he's talking about individual bills. Yeah, that's what they uh, wanted from the beginning. So there's all this crap isn't lumped in together. Like what is so stupid? Like what is so hard about that? I mean, it's just, it's, it's just the way that they're supposed to operate. It's just the way that how you I mean, that's just it. You have to take it one by one. You can't say you have to take all you have to take these 10 bills at one time. Yes, but there's one bill in there that is terrible that we cannot pass. Well, if then you don't pass all of them, then, then I guess we're going to not be able to fund our military. You're not going to get your um, you're not going to get your money for veterans to help veterans who are you know right. suffering if you don't pass this eighty million dollars to set or eighty billion dollars to send over Ukraine. Hostage. 
yeah, hostage pills. It's ridiculous, you know. So they should be they should be all all thrown in jail. I hate them all. Yeah. Then we had this happen yesterday. I mean, good for Senator Kennedy, but I wanna I wanna play these. This this happened on in, in this happened yesterday in the Senate here. Us to do. Let's take two books that have been much discussed. I, I can't um, believe I was the playing first this this one morning. Is called- I was playing this this morning, and my husband was like, "What? What are you listening to?" Here. Called. All boys aren't blue. And I will quote from it. I put some lube on and got him on his knees. And I began to slide into him from behind. I pulled out of him and kissed him while he masturbated. This is hot. He asked me to turn over while he slipped a condom on himself. This was my ass. And I was struggling to imagine someone inside me. He got on top and slowly inserted himself into me. It was the worst pain I think I have ever felt in my life. Eventually, I felt a mix of pleasure with the pain. Close quote. All boys aren't blue. The second is a, a another much discussed book. Um, I'm sure you're familiar with it. It's called Gender Queer. Okay. Let me read an excerpt from that. Quote, I got a new strap-on harness today. I can't wait to put it on you. It will fit my favorite dildo perfectly. You're going to look so hot. I can't wait to have your cock in my mouth. I'm going to give you the blowjob of your life. Then I want you inside of me. End quote. Now, Mr. Secretary. Secretary of State of Illinois, I believe. What are you asking us to do? Are you suggesting that only librarians should decide whether the two books that I just referenced should be available to kids? Is that what you're saying? No. Okay. Tell me what you're saying. Well, uh, first of all, th- there's this. Don't give me a speech. Tell me what you're asking will, me to do. With all due respect, Senator, and the words you spoke are disturbing, especially coming out of your mouth is very disturbing. But I would, I would also tell you that we're not advocating for kids to read porn, to Senator Booker's what point. What are you advocating for? We are advocating for. He has to look at his paper. Parents, random parents, not to have the ability under the guise of keeping kids safe to try and challenge the world view of every single manner on these issues. You're getting conceptual game. I'm what not getting conceptual. Uh, what? I, the, the issue is that the books, these books are in schools and school libraries. Um, there is no guise for anything else. Well, it's not that this is not disturbing, the scenes that you just depicted there. Some which are just, families might want their kids to read that, and we shouldn't take that right away from them. Okay. Well, then those abusive homes can stock all the porn they want inside of their homes in their little private reading rooms where they can abuse their children with that kind of stuff there until somebody finds out and calls CPS, hopefully rescues the children and rehabs them. But in the meantime, in schools and libraries, uh, this is a, 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 and to have it be any part of some sort of a curriculum, which we know it is. We know what goes on in schools, like the, uh, the the kind of pageantry that goes on in schools toward the catering toward this kind of demographic in uh, especially in June. We see it. We see the rainbow parades. We know what the hell's going on. That's Yes, you are. Yes, you Hold are. On. Because you, you, I want to know what you're recommending. It sounds to me like what. 
There's another one that continues on there. Advocating for kids to read porn to Senator Booker's what point. What are you at? Book be pulled from our libraries. I'm saying when you're making, when individual parents are allowed to make a decision of what where that line is and to kill a mockingbird, which involves a rape scene, should that book be pulled from our libraries? I think it becomes a slippery well, slope. I think you ought to think about it a little bit more before you come here. I've thought about if Senator. If you're going to propose something, you ought to be able in 30 seconds to be able to explain what Senator, you're asking us to do. You come here and you say censorship is bad, and of course it's bad. But the obvious response is, okay, you heard the books we're talking about. Okay, we're not talking about Catcher in the Rye. So tell me what you want, who gets to decide. And all I've heard is the librarians. And parents have nothing to do with it. And if that's your response, what planet did you just parachute in from? Parents, Senator. Or what country, more appropriately? This is not China. Parents, Senator, with all due respect, parents absolutely have a say. My parents were immigrants, came to this country. We never checked out books without our parents seeing what books... You're at school, bitch. You stupid moron. These kids are at school. They're checking these books out before you have an opportunity to step in and stop them. What is he even saying? We were reading. They encourage us to Mr. read Mr. Secretary, books. I understand this they is good for your politics. Back My on. parents were immigrants. They encourage us to read books. Blah, blah, blah. The, the sob story that has nothing to do with the overall. He just can't. I, I mean, it's, it, listen, there's a rape scene in, in To Kill a Mockingbird. There is assault and there's war and there is murder and there is all types of stuff like that in in classic American literature that that can be uh, a, a little bit uh, adult in nature. That's different than pornography. That's different than pornography. Okay. I mean, what 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 uh, Kennedy? Which man? If somebody made a soundboard of oh. that. <laughs> Hold on. If, if, somebody, <laughs> if somebody chopped up, if somebody out there had to have chopped up Senator Kennedy and turned that into a soundboard, but geez. Yep, it's already, the clips are already out there. I mean, the clips are already out there. Let me just finish this and then I'll play one. Tim Young did something. It's funny, in my opinion. Nothing to do but with I'm my not, politics. No, my bill of course is passed. It does. My it bill every, is passed. has everything to do with your I'm politics. Here, I'm here to. But you came here with a problem, and I'm trying to understand the solution, and you don't have one. We solved the solution. Other than, we solved other the than, solution other in than Illinois. To tell in Illinois, they passed a bill that says, they passed a law that says that parents cannot remove these books from, from school. They're, they're, they're mandatory to be there. So now you just have to get out there and, and do a public relations campaign for parents who no, none of their nobody's no no moral rational person wants their kindergartner reading about this trash. This was where the whole "Don't Say Gay" bill came from. I mean, the whole nonsense propaganda about that bill because they want your kids to be able. This is another clip from that. L- listen to this. Just, just, just the um, Cameron. He doesn't know how to refer to this person because they use the weirdest damn freaking mix. What the hell does that mean? Mix. Not Mr. Not Mrs. MX. Mix. And he doesn't want to say it because it's freaking weird. Tell me what you're, you're proposing. It's pronounced mix. Um, oh. Mix. Is that how, you, how would you like me to refer to you? Senator, your definition of sexual is synonymous with LGBTQ identity. That's it right there. That is how they've redefined LGBTQ oh, identity. I didn't, even, I didn't see who it was until right now. I thought it might I, with the woman. I, I thought it might have been a woman. I, I I don't know. I actually I only a flash in the. I don't even know what the hell I'm looking at. What the hell is that thing? I don't know. It's a very disturbed individual is what it is. Here, this is uh, what. <laughs> I put some lube on and got him on his knees. And I began to slide into him from behind. Back in the day, this would have, if this was, if this happened in like 1999, 2000, it would have been the hottest. And I want to say hottest, I mean, most popular soundboard on E-bombs world the next day. There's plenty of it in the comments. Plenty of it. I got to find some of them and, and, and keep, cause yeah, I mean, 
Well, I'm glad that they admit. I'm glad that they admit that what you consider sexual is just LGBTQ identity. identity. Yeah, because that's it. it. That's it. You 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 are a uh, a corporate amalgam that obsesses about nothing but sexual kink and proliferation of that to children. That's it. That's it. For, for literally summer, groomers. Literally. It's not enough. I, there is, it doesn't even get more complex than this, that there are people who live gay lifestyles out there. And for a while, really, nobody cared. And they were just existing in the background like the rest of us. We were all in the background. We put ourselves in the center of our own story, but we're all just out there. And we know there are people that are living. And it just didn't matter. It, it, but I don't run out. And, and and have rallies and parades to celebrate what I do in my bedroom. Like, well, it, it are, is there any book in that library that is on the same level in a heterosexual nature? Can you imagine? They would probably it, lose there, their minds. And and would parents be okay with that? No, no. But 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 of course, if you don't want anybody knowing about deviant sex. And when I say deviant, I mean something that's outside of the norm, something that is that is uh, on on a kink fetishistic level of things. Then, uh, then all of a sudden, you are not just a, not just a free speech issue, but you're impeding on people's identity. It's an identity issue. You see, um, the only thing again that separates us all is in in, in an LGBT whatever sense is the way that everybody has their orgasms and if you stop teaching kids about that then there's really that i mean that's all they have that's why they always lead and finish with sex because it's the only distinguishing mark for the for for everything and uh and and again this is this is about this is about people at the top of a of a really insidious plot here that are doing this corporations um they got control of 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 education and this is it uh, they, they don't um they've made it very very hard for people who thought that maybe we were coming into a time that people cared less and we can just get on with our lives and not have to deal with so much judgment but now it had to go above and beyond e so-called equality into cultural dominance we have and a senator on the senate floor reading smut that I wouldn't eat. I'm embarrassed hearing like, like to, it's in the record. Like that, 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 this is the, you know, it's crazy. It's beyond that because it's being rationalized. I, I know, I know. He, he's reading that. And instead of everybody in the room being forced to say, this is terrible. It should be out of the school. They have to. They, they, they he, I don't know what kind of argument the, the other idiot thinks he's making. But I mean, he should be arrested just for trying to make it. Somebody said, um, and Playboy does have great articles. The, the, someone said, "What's different between this and Playboy?" Playboy wasn't even this explicit, honestly. It wasn't, not from what I remember, anyway. No, you, you'd probably get something like that out of uh, like Penthouse, Hustler, or like yeah, Hustler, Penthouse, and above. Below, you mean? <laughs> Below, I guess. Yeah. Yes. Uh, remember in the video stores, the <laughs> whole section? Like, in I used to go into, like, any local rental place. They used to have a whole section in the back with all this stuff that you weren't allowed into. It had a curtain. Our block, I don't know if that that was the case of Blockbuster. No, no, I, no. We never had that. that there was, the Blockbuster never even had a curtained room. But any other video store, if you're going to look for something that any is above rated R and you're going to X or NC-17 or something, it was in the back. It was in the back room separated from everything else. You never These knew. People. You never knew who was going in there either. It's kind of scary. Oh, I know. Kind of scary. I know. It's just. <sighs> We're going to. We could stay on this topic, but I have so much more crap to get to. And I don't even know if we're going to get to half of whatever I have left. But. Raul Torres, the New Mexico Attorney General, Frank, is not going to defend the governor in court um, of New Mexico because he said he cannot defend her office on an unconstitutional 
order. This is the Second Amendment thing we were talking about on Monday. So she's going to have to find her own counsel to defend her from the four lawsuits that have come out. He wrote a letter um, that he knows he's tasked with defending her, but will not do it because he doesn't believe that the emergency order will have any meaningful impact. That's second and that it is unconstitutional first. Um, And the police stepped up too. Um, The head of law enforcement kept his oath, says that as an officer of a court, I cannot and will not enforce something that is clearly unconstitutional. The governor made it clear in her press conference. She knew we as law enforcement did not agree with the order. And as a result, this was solely her decision. He won't. He won't enforce it. His cops and sheriffs are not going to go out and enforce the gun ban. And the AG in New Mexico is a def- is a is a Democrat. So um, I probably should have done this one. You, this woman, Susanna Gibson, is running in 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 Virginia for the House of Delegates, and she allegedly like well not allegedly she did she streamed sex online for money okay with her husband people a lot of it too a lot yes a lot of it it's out there it's public it's public okay you can go out there and get this if you are a customer of whatever website that she did this on and she's out there saying now it's it's revenge porn so i think revenging yourself Somebody, yeah, I know, because somebody else gave this to the media. Let me tell you something. I read this story. I'm not going to get too too much into it because she's she launched a fundraiser off of it for her campaign, number one. Number two, she's complaining, oh, they're coming after me with revenge porn. They should be elite, that they should be arrested. And I'm like, you release this crap yourself. I can get, I'm, I'm, I'm a, I, my gut is screaming that she did this herself. She wanted money. She wanted the notoriety. She did it herself. She's crawling around naked on a bed for all the world who pays to see. And now she's like, hmm, my campaign needs a little boost. Let me launch this and claim the victim. A lot more than that. She was peeing for people and stuff. Was she? Yeah, she was doing doing, uh, pee videos. Well, then let's elect her. (laughs) Pee videos with her husband, with other guys. Um, uh, I mean, there were... And again, like you say, I mean, some people. Some people said, I saw some articles on it that had uh, said there was over five thousand hours worth of. So this is something she did as a career. Then it's a side career. Seriously, like I don't understand. Like anybody would ever run for local dog catcher, knowing that knowing you know if this was just something that you did, you can't. You can't. You can't. It's one or the other. You want to get. You want to get freaky. Or do you want to get into office? Unless this is just again the um, the beginning of uh, this is the beginning of hey that that'll only help you get elected. I mean, she might become speaker one day. She she would fit right in with the rest <laughs> of them. She might become speaker. Don't put it faster. They're removing Sudafed. The FDA is um, taking a vote to remove all, basically all, over-the-counter decongestants saying they don't work and they shouldn't be on the shelves. <laughs> the main interest in, the main ingredient in Sudafed, not the main ingredient in, in Benadryl, by the way. I don't know why Benadryl's lumped in here. But uh, Robitussin, other decongestants, the FDA panel is saying that this ingredient is nearly useless at reducing nasal congestion. And it should be, it should have been removed a long time ago. The, they're going to replace it, though, with something. Really? Oh, yeah. You want to know what they're replacing? All this time? All this time. What was it, a placebo? That's what they're saying. It it, it, it didn't do much uh, to reduce nasal congestion, much more than a placebo would have, even at doses as high as 40 milligrams. In conclusion, we do believe that the original studies were methodo- methodologically unsound and do not match today's standards. So, again, the FDA admitting that studies that a drug company did to market to the public were wrong and they left the drugs on the market for 40 plus years for people to take who knows whatever i don't know what i believe anymore it doesn't even freaking matter the point is there's a new way frank to decongest your nose that they're pushing out there i wonder if they're connected nasal sprays it's all about delivering things into your body via your nasal passages now so now in place of the sudafed and benadryl or whatever else they're choosing to take off the market i can't see it being benadryl because the the Okay, here's the ingredient in 
Sudafed that they're talking about. I'm going to just play the pronunciation. Phenylephrine. Phenylephrine. That's in the Sudafed one that they're taking off. And then the main ingredient in Benadryl is... Diphenhydramine. That. Diphenhydramine? Diphenhydramine. That's what Benadryl is. Diphenhydramine. So it's not... It's not... Phenylephrine. <laughs> I think... I wonder if they're lying about it not working. They could be lying about anything. We'll never freaking know. Like... Like for this, for example, whistleblower, CIA bribed analysts to change COVID origins conclusion. <laughs> Incredible whistleblower testimony on, testimony on Tuesday reveals that the United States CIA rewarded analysts with hutch money to bar- bury their findings surrounding the origins of COVID, specifically the testimony from the seemingly credible multi-decade senior level current agency officer alleges that the CIA offered to pay analysts to keep secret their conclusion that COVID-19 most likely leaked from a lab in Wuhan. The bombshell revelations came to light when the senior level CIA officer told House committee leaders that his agency tried to bribe with money at least six analysts who found that SARS-CoV-2 likely originated in a Wuhan lab per a letter sent Tuesday to CIA Director William Burns. So they're paying people off now to change. This is not the first time this has happened. Just the first time anyone's come forward and said it's happened. And part of me wonders what kind of foreign policy fiasco they're trying to use this for, to be honest. CIA comes forward, whistleblows that, yes, it was China who actually created this thing. And um, we were trying to buy people off to hide it because of the implications that may have come from it. But now we want China to be the enemy that started COVID. So let's leak this out to the Congress and have them go nuts about it for a little while. That's my my take on it. So there's that. Hmm. I have all the stuff. I'll put it in the show notes for everybody. Um, we had... Um, I have I have some clips from the Paxton impeachment. I also have two funny. It's nine twenty three. I have a funny clip that you. Could, I have two things. I have a New York mom who's pissed off about schools. Now, moving to the South, this woman is how I used to be every single day in conversation. I'm a lot lot better now, even though I do let the f bombs fly. Frank and I try really hard to keep our tone about us. But this woman is, is exactly how I was before I moved down here. Down here, there's a lot more decorum in people's speech. You don't hear the F-bomb flying every five seconds. It's just a different way to talk. But I'm going to play this. I'm going to note the timestamp here because she makes very salient points, Frank, but she does it in only a way that a New Yorker can. Oh. Uh-huh. You ready? Yeah. Oh, boy. She's very calm about it, too, which is exactly the way Italian moms are. New York parents, you keep making fucking noise, okay? Because this governor does not give a fuck about our kids, okay? They said, listen, kids come to school. You cannot turn them away based on their immigration status. They don't speak English. You need to find somebody who can speak their language. I'm sorry, what the fuck did you just say? Because I'll tell you right now, when my kids went to school, every fucking time I had to register a kid, I needed a mortgage paper. I needed a tax bill. I needed utility fucking bills, birth certificates, vaccination fucking records, okay? My kids had to be up to date on their polio, on their MMR, on their DPT, on their fucking parvo and rabies and shit like that, okay? Now you're going to let all these kids in the school that have nothing? So I had to protect everybody else's kids. I had to follow all these rules. But now fuck it, fuck it. We're just going to throw it out to the wayside because you have a little bit of a fucking crisis? No. Now it doesn't work like that. You know what else doesn't work? What else doesn't work is that I have a vehicle that is licensed and registered and insured. You got all these little electric things, these scooters, these mopeds that have nothing. And they're being used all over the city because the migrants have to learn how to make money. They have to be able to deliver food. They have to be able to run fucking errands with what money I have no idea. However, what happens when one of these little fucking mopeds hits my car and they don't have insurance? Who's going to pay that? Me? Of course I am. I'm not going to drive around in a piece of shit fucking car. Okay? This is ridiculous. This is absolutely fucking ridiculous. And you know where it starts? It starts at the top with Bobo, okay? You know, the non-mask wearing. I don't give a fuck about a veteran. I'm going to walk off the stage and I'm a complete fucking moron. So Harris is going to be president. That guy, that's what I'm talking about. Okay? 
But parents, like I said, you keep going because even the most liberal fucking parents out there that I've seen are pissed, are pissed. We had to stay in a district that we paid taxes in and now our schools are a fucking nightmare. It's a shit show. It all goes. It doesn't matter. You know what? When your kid starts coming home with measles and fucking polio, remember a couple of years ago that was a big thing? It's coming back. It's coming back. Well, why would they uh, come back with measles and polio? They're vaccinated. That's exactly right. Honey, they've been vaccinated. Don't worry. You did the wrong. You did the right thing. You had to send them in with those sheets where they check off all the vaccinations they've had. Yeah. Don't worry. You're you're vaccinated. I just listen. She it's it's like the parallel for me listening to her. Like I was like shocked. at the, But then I'm like, this is how I grew up. This is what I was used to hearing all the time. It's just yeah. the way it is. Like it, it's it's hard. She probably couldn't have done that any other way. No, no, you can't talk about this without saying it like that. No, so not a period, at least. And I'm happy. I'm happy that they're all going to start feeling the pain now, especially the libs. I'm happy. Yeah, and I have. Um... You have to watch this, but I want to play it. I did. I, I asked for people to send in funny stuff. You have to put you. I'm going to play it because it's the scene <laughs> you here. Did you order the code red? I did the job. Did you order the code red? You're goddamn right I did. <laughs> uh, now, you know. Please, court. I suggest the members be dismissed. So that we can move to an immediate Article 39A session. <laughs> the witness has rights. Captain Ross. They did that to a few good men. There is, um, they, did, they, they used that, that Snapchat filter on, oh, there's this one particular scene between Tommy and Kimberly from Power Rangers that was done. And I have been looking all over for it. It it just it kills me, it kills me. I love I, I love how some people have used that filter. The members of the court will retire to an ante room until further instructed. <laughs> oh, that's it. I, I that's it. I'm done for today. <laughs> You've been listening to the Dark Delight podcast with Frankie Val on the drums and Beans. You can hear us every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 2.30 Eastern Time on TuneIn, Stitcher, Apple iTunes, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and RadioInfluence.com. We stream live 8.30 a.m. Monday, Wednesday, and Friday on Rumble, Getter, and Twitter. I have a Tuesday, Thursday, hour-long show full of stuff like that that you can find here on our Rumble channel or on uh, Getter and X. I keep on saying Twitter. And Frank's show is also Monday through Friday at 7 p.m. on QuiteFrankly.tv or on Rumble. Hey, we'll be back on Wednesday, uh, Friday. Later. 